Hello, and welcome to the Moxie Gal podcast, where young women can come for the tips and tools that they need to stay relevant, productive, and thrive. Through personal anecdotes, stories, and interviews, we'll uncover what it takes to unleash the moxie or courage that you need to design the life that you want. My name is Ami Valdemoro. I'm a leadership coach, trainer, and business manager. And my main mission in life is to help women get into executive leadership positions as founders, entrepreneurs, or managers in their organizations by teaching them strategies that they can use to unlock their confidence, unleash their courage, and start building a roadmap for their career goals. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about why it's time to ditch those New Year's resolutions. I'll share some tips on how to create and stick with good habits or how to get rid of bad habits and why setting a mantra or intention for the year is an important part of being able to achieve your goals. So we've just finished our first week of 2021. And if you're anything like I was when I used to make New Year's resolutions, you're still energized and motivated by the resolutions that you set for yourself at the end of last year. I remember I'd get so excited about opening my new notebook or journal and putting pen to paper about the things that I wanted to happen for me in the next year. The first few weeks would always start out strong. I'd be highly motivated and I'd feel like I was making progress. But then after three or four or five weeks, those practices started to get less and less frequent until the point at which I'd abandon altogether the idea that I could make this resolution happen. Little did I know that I was setting myself up for failure. You see, while it's all well and good that I had these big goals and aspirations and a vision for myself for the year, Without backing it up with concrete actions that I can take and good habits that I can cultivate, there was no way that I was going to be able to meet or achieve those resolutions. You see, resolutions aren't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, if you look at the word resolution, it comes from Latin, resolvere, which means to leave behind or let go of. It makes sense to do this in the new year, right? You're trying to let go of bad habits in order to cultivate new habits or new ways of thinking, being, or doing that will allow you to thrive. But if you just focus on the vision and don't get into the tactical, how am I going to do this? Your resolutions will keep trying to resolve themselves year after year after year. Resolutions are essentially about wanting to create healthy habits, but you don't need the new year to start that. The best way to start healthy habits is to do something about it one day at a time.
so I'll share a story. I was one of those people who really liked the idea, I romanticized the idea of New Year's resolutions. And one of the resolutions that kept popping up again and again was this idea of needing to lose 10 pounds. As if losing 10 pounds were to get me the things that I really wanted in life. At the time, it could have been a boyfriend, it could have been getting into a certain school, it could have been being recognized by someone. For whatever reason, I was fixated on this idea of losing 10 pounds. But inevitably, after a few weeks of putting in a good faith effort, I would crash and burn. I was so fixated on the number that I didn't think about how losing that weight would actually make me feel. Fast forward a few years to last year. In March, when we were put under a series of lockdowns here in Manila, where I live, and I decided for myself that I wanted to keep healthy and well when we were under quarantine, just to keep healthy and well. And I told myself, okay, if you're gonna be at home for a while, then each day be active for 30 minutes. Do something, take a walk around the house, get out the stationary bike from the 1980s, which I did eventually do, and just get moving. So I started this about a week after our first lockdown. I said on that day, move for 30 minutes. And then when I did that, on the next day I said, move for another 30 minutes, and so on and so on, until it was about one week that I was able to do this. And then I gave myself an extra challenge. I said, okay, you've completed your 30 minutes of daily moving around, why don't you try and add weights? Or why don't you try and make it an hour? And so I found classes online that I could take from my previous rowing studio or on social media platforms. And I started to take these one hour classes. And that morphed into finding a community of women who, like me, wanted to stay healthy and well. And these women, my workout gals, decided sometime in June that we wanted to give ourselves an extra challenge. We said in July, why don't we try and work out every day, every working day, Monday through Friday, for a month. We gave ourselves that challenge in July and when we completed it in July, we told ourselves we would do it in August and then September, and October, and November. At the end of this whole process, I had not only cultivated a habit of being able to be active and work out and test and push my body, but I had also lost the weight that I had originally wanted to. Not because I said I am going to lose 10 pounds, but because I kept anchored in my intention to stay healthy and well, and I cultivated daily practices that were realistic and achievable. I also had partners who would keep me accountable. We used to post, you know, workout selfies or videos of us doing workouts so that we would keep each other motivated. We had WhatsApp groups where we would text one another what we were eating to make sure that everybody was eating right, or to encourage one another when we were falling off the bandwagon. 
because inevitably we all fell off the bandwagon. It's not as if we just made this decision and then everything magically fell into place. We had to commit to show up for ourselves and for one another each and every day. And not just to show up for one another when things are going well, but to motivate each other to keep going when we missed a class or we decided to slip in some treats at the end of the day or at the end of the week. We made sure that we could support one another in helping us to feel our best and to celebrate our victories when we were looking and feeling good. Now I know a number of you who are listening might be thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, once I develop something that becomes a routine, it's gonna get boring. You need routine and boundaries to be able to know how and when to push yourself and when you can level things up or switch it up to make it more fun. None of our workouts were the same. On any given day, we had a theme for each day of the week, but each of the workouts was different. So we never really felt bored, even though this is something that we were doing every single day. So if there's any wisdom I can share with you based on my own experience, here are four tips. Number one, it's okay to think about that big vision for yourself. Think about it in terms of where you want to be by the end of this. But more importantly, how do you want to feel? The second tip is to take small, bite-sized actions that can ensure that you're making progress every single day. Things like moving for 30 minutes. Tip number three is to enlist things or people that can hold you accountable. There are apps, there are journals, there are accountability groups like my workout gals, right? Because let's face it, we can't always go it alone. And the fourth tip is celebrate your victories as you're making progress. Find out a way to document your progress every day so that you can get that extra motivation that you need to keep going, whether that's to cultivate a new habit or to kick a bad one. So where does that leave me? Well, sometime in around 2015, I decided that I was no longer going to think about or write down New Year's resolutions, but that I would greet each new year with a mantra. In 2016, that mantra was live brave. And the end of that year of living brave culminated in a singular experience that I'll never forget at the end of 2016 when I decided with two weeks notice and very little training to climb and summit Mount Kilimanjaro with my partner who is an avid mountaineer. This year my mantra is have faith and just do it. Often, I think that women, and particularly young women, are conditioned by education, 
and by society to think that we have to have everything aligned perfectly before we release something out into the world. But here's the thing. The best way that we learn things is by doing. Through understanding what went well, what went wrong, to adjust and to move forward and to have faith that what we are producing or the gifts that we are sharing with the world are of value to the people who need to see and hear them the most. So with that in mind, I hope that you've enjoyed this first pilot podcast. I would love to hear from you about what you are doing in this new year, what mantras that you've set for yourself or how you intend to approach this new year. This space is really a space where we can learn from one another, where we can create a community of women who are trying to help each other to not just survive, but to thrive. So send me a message. Tell me what's up. Visit me at the underscore Moxiel on Instagram, the Moxiel on LinkedIn, or you can check us out at www.themoxiegal.com. Until our next episode, take care, stay safe, and be well.